Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Overburden No More. It is a beautiful spring day here where I live. You might even hear the lawnmowers going on behind me, and that is fantastic. It's like music to my ears. Well, today I wanted to let you in on the details of my workshop that is open for you today. It's the self-commitment workshop, and I'm so excited for you to watch it. Now, for a long time, I did my workshops live, which was great because I'd get to answer questions as they came up. What really didn't work was finding a time that worked for most people. That just doesn't seem to exist, so I decided to try something different at the beginning of this year. Instead of going live, I pre-record the workshops, including more slides with the close-up information that I want to show you. Makes it so you can see things a little bit better. And I have really liked being able to add that part for you. Now, the other thing that really seems to be helping people is that with the video, you can watch it when you choose and as many times as you want. You can stop, take notes, think through some of the things I'm teaching you and do it at your own pace. I've gotten feedback that was pretty good, so I'm going to stick with this for a while. Okay, so my newest workshop, the Self-Commitment Workshop, is ready for you today. In this workshop, I'm there to share with you my greatest secret for raising self-esteem. I mean, who doesn't need a boost in this every now and then? I'll let you in on that. That little secret, it's making and keeping commitments to yourself. Now, I've always kept commitments with everyone else. There's never been a question about that. If I say I'm going to do it, I follow through except when it comes to what I've told myself I do for me. Isn't that crazy that we do that? I mean, it's totally human, but that's just something we got to stop. Now, I needed help in keeping those commitments to myself because everything I want to do seems to feel like it will take way too much time, which I never seem to have left over when I do what I need to do every day. Now, I got sick of this. I hated the way it made me feel about myself. So through trial and error, I've created a system to help me break down what I wanted to do so it felt more manageable. Now that's what I'll be teaching you in the self-commitment workshop. I've made more progress and increased my self-esteem by using this process over the past five years than I've ever done before. I stopped breaking commitments to myself and I know that you can too. So I hope you'll join me. It's only $25 and like I said, you can watch it whenever it works best for you and as many times as you want. I also include a PDF of the planner I created to help you work through this system and it makes it totally easy. You can register for the workshop at hunkydory.com backslash SCW. It's also in the show notes with the link. Okay, now on to today's episode. I believe that the most important thing you can be focusing on is right now. Let what you desire to have happen add to the positive emotions you choose to feel now. It's all a choice. Yes, it really is. If you want to argue about that, just take a step back and look at what you're trying to argue for. How about just giving it a try? I know it's lifted my feelings of being overburdened many, many times. It's pretty nice to know I have a choice in the matter after all. I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. 
My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. I got to thinking about this whole vision board idea. I talked about it in episode 38, which is called Six Reasons Why You Need to Carry a Vision Board With You. If you haven't listened to it, if the things you hear today don't make sense, maybe go back and listen to that. I started thinking about how it's nice to keep top of mind the things you want and goals you want to work towards, but then a whole other idea came to my mind. If we're willing to work so hard towards things that we want, why aren't we willing to spend just as much effort into feeling how we want? I found this explanation of what a vision board does. The whole point of a vision board is to help you practice feeling good. It's a tool that should help you create a habit of feeling good. Now that led me to think, would it be possible to make a vision board of how I want to feel? Now I know I've talked on this podcast about deciding how you want to feel three years from now and how you can start doing things that help you feel that way now. So what are we waiting for? I think we can totally do this. Did you know that your emotions move energy? Even if you only think of energy as something that gets you up and doing something, I think this rings true. I actually believe it's more than that, and I look forward to sharing more of what that means to me with you in the future. Let's just think of our emotions vision board like we do a regular vision board. Maybe even just add another section in the notebook you're already using. That's what I'm going to do. Then I'll always have a reminder with me when I feel down or things don't seem to be going the way I'd like. It may be a little harder to find pictures to add to your emotions board, but not that much harder. Mostly just pictures of things that make you feel a certain way or lyrics to a song that bring up emotions when you hear it. Maybe even quotes. Does that kind of help you get the idea of what we're going for here? Here's a few ideas on what to start adding to your emotions vision board. Number one, decide how you want to feel now and in the future. There are so many ways that we could talk about this. In episode 38, I talked about dreaming about where you want to be in three years from now and then feel how you want to feel doing those things. Then find ways that help you to feel like that right now, whether you've reached that goal or not. Sometimes starting with how you don't want to feel and then thinking about the opposite of that works really well. Here's one example. Now we all don't usually want to feel sad. So what word would be the opposite of that for you? Peaceful? Excited? Grateful? Fulfilled? Hopeful? Don't go for the obvious opposite like happy. Really dive in. Take a minute and see what words come up for you. I thought it would be helpful if I included a list of emotional words for you that will help you when you're trying to decide how you want to feel. I've got those in the show notes so you can find that link there. All right, number two, choose an image in your mind of life categories that make you feel positive emotions like health, relationships, your job, Travel, personal growth, spiritual development, money, or service. Maybe you're still not exactly sure what I mean by this. 
Like if you're wanting to feel abundant and think that abundance can only come through having lots of money from the current job you have, maybe this could be a place to think of other ways that you can feel abundant. You can have an abundance of friends, laughter, free time, good health, good food, love, and so on. If money represents abundance, freedom, security, and happiness to you, you could find images that make you focus on those emotions to add to your emotions vision board. So that's the example of not just showing like a picture of money. That would be in a vision board. In your emotion vision board, you would have things that represent abundance, freedom, security, and happiness. This can be so fun to think about. It's even better than creating a vision board of things. How would a life abundant with good health and love feel? I'll include that list of categories in the show notes too. I think that would be helpful. Okay, number three. The more positive emotions you are feeling, the more positive energy will move through you. So take a minute and think about that. You know how it feels when you have lots of energy? You know, like when you're happy or excited and just want to get up and move? That's positive energy. What makes you feel that kind of positive energy? Do more of that. Include those ideas in your emotional vision board. Number four, only choose things that you believe are possible. Now, even if it stretches you a bit, can you believe it? And I don't think it matters if you start really small. Remember this, your emotions move energy. It's going to build up over time. Little by little, things will get a little bit more believable. Just open up to the possibility that it could happen and see where it takes you. Now, I know that you could totally argue with me on this one. And that's totally your choice to do so. If you like feeling droopy and sad, go ahead and stay there. But I bet you won't choose to stay there long. So instead of arguing that it can't possibly work, take a leap of faith and give it a try. Number five, make your emotional vision board feel light and fun, not daunting and heavy. What's the point of adding things to this that don't make you feel all the good feelings? The point is to enjoy the process and being excited about the possibilities ahead. Don't put timelines or deadlines on when something needs to happen. It's about feeling the way you choose to feel right now. And so that leads us to number six, don't wait. Don't wait for things, events, or people to show up before you allow yourself to start feeling how you want to feel in the future. If you're waiting for something to happen to feel a certain way, then you will always be waiting. Looking forward to something makes you feel anticipation and excitement. Waiting seems to bring up feelings of impatience, boredom, and even anxiety. Remember, you're the force that attracts things to you. And your emotions let you know in which direction you're headed. I believe that the most important thing you can be focusing on is right now. Let what you desire to have happen add to the positive emotions you choose to feel now. It's all a choice. It really is. If you want to argue about that, just take a step back and look at what you're trying to argue for. How about just giving it a try? I know that it's lifted my feelings of being overburdened many, many times. And it's pretty nice to know I have a choice in the matter after all. Thanks for being here, and I'll look forward to chatting into your ears again next week. 
I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful, and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day, and I'll talk with you again next week.